0: I'm Kelsey. And I'm Jordan. Welcome to The Say More Show, a safe space where
1: you will walk away feeling inspired, empowered, and curious. This is a show where we have real, raw, honest conversations to help you deepen your relationships, own your life, and create magic in the mundane. Every Thursday, join me and Jordan Nolan, life coaches, entrepreneurs, partners, adventure junkies, and avid freedom seekers. If you're tired of not speaking your truth, ready to explore your internal world and reconnect to your best self, We've got you.
0: We are here to remind you that your words, your existence, and your life matter. So, what, yeah. what are, you are you not, not saying?
1: The lover.
0: Welcome back to your favorite show <laughs> on the block, the Say More show. We are back. It's been a little bit. In case you missed us, um, we are incredibly sorry. We got busy retreats, our own healing, and something that's important for us is making sure that. We never force this and it just comes really natural and authentic. Um, So I'm excited for today's podcast. It's gonna be a personal one ish communication skills, how to really help your partner open up. Um, If you're disgusted by our love already, you probably will be a little bit more and that's fine. Um, (laughs) And maybe also it'll really help you. So
1: we're excited to be here. Yeah, I feel like we've been gone for a minute. So thank you for being so patient with us. And I'm so excited to dive in today. But per usual, how did you say more, Ooh. be more, or do more this last week, Kels? Wow! Um,
0: all right, that <laughs> on was on the, the spot. spot. Oh, that, was, that was really on the spot. So <laughs> you forget we do
1: a little pulse check. I check. forgot I
0: did a little pulse <laughs> check. So I, um, I feel like I, I think I said more possibly. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like?
1: That? Yeah, totally. Okay. Do you? Yeah, I
0: do. <laughs> um, so I think I said more in. Um, A few different ways, I think more so in a work situation. So, yes, I do this and we do retreats, and I also have another venture that I do as well with Pause Breathwork, and I feel like I have stepped into another leadership role there, just saying more on, like, enrollment calls, which are, quote, unquote, sales calls, if you will, Um, and I feel like I've stepped, yeah, just stepped into more confidence and actually using my voice for a good reason and leaning into the uncomfortableness of maybe conflict or maybe making someone else uncomfortable, which has translated into, yeah, just
1: more confidence and more fulfillment Mm. in my work. I love that. You definitely have. I've seen it with you. I feel like you just are in such flow right now and kind of have been. I feel like I have been going through, I don't even know what to call it, maybe a death and rebirth. I'm not really fully sure, but And and maybe this falls under the category of, I don't know if it would be being more or doing more, but I feel like I have named my feelings and my heart has been just on my sleeve so much. Mm. The last, honestly, the last few weeks, but specifically like the last week, like uncontrollable, like tears will just come up and I like can't hide them or like things surface. And so just naming so maybe saying more like as they have a rose and even mm-hmm. like in therapy, just naming like, Hey, I actually don't want to talk through this today. I want to breathe through this. I want to do breath work and just like feel it and like integrate everything coming up. So I don't know, beautiful. maybe mine's a combination of all three. What do you think it falls under? I feel like I, I think you have been more yet. You always say more. I feel like you speak up your needs <laughs> often
0: and you do that really well, which is beautiful. Um, I think you're, I want to highlight your beingness a little bit more and really allowing yourself to stay in the season that you're in, allow yourself not to numb or distract or to stay busy just to stay busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's really impressive in a world that glorifies busy.
1: Ah, yeah, I guess that's true. I haven't really noticed that. Like, it, it has felt like, I don't know if anybody else has felt like this, but kind of like you're beating against like the walls a little bit like I have wanted to force myself out of the season that I'm in but I know that I can't and I know it serves a purpose so mm-hmm. I have had to have a lot more stillness than I'm used to And I'm used to having a really beautiful busy schedule yeah and I'm forcing myself to be a little bit more still so I love to see it anyways proud of you let's good stuff dive into all the things if you have not paused yet to check in with yourself before we dive into this just pause for a moment and ask yourself how you said more, were more, or did more the last week. Um, and then we're going to dive into some communication tips today, which I'm excited about because I think, not to tutor on horn, but we're pretty <laughs> damn good communicators, and I'm really proud of that. I think yeah. that's one of our biggest strengths in our relationship, and it had to be very, very early on, don't you mm-hmm. think? Definitely. I feel like it was always... Yes, we've had to work on it,
0: and I do think that we've been really, not, I guess, like, blessed, just, like, how it's been really easy for us, which not everybody has a relationship where communication is easy, so we know that, and also I do feel like we've had to be really intentional about our communication and really understanding each
1: other and how we best hear things versus get defensive on things totally i think one of the biggest things and we'll probably just name some of the things that have helped us a lot and if they apply for you and you want to try them give it a go and if it doesn't work for you like leave it or whatever but i think one thing for us that i love doing is naming like when something's happening whether it's you wanting to vent or it's an emotion you're wanting to name or it's a feeling that we're having i think naming like hey Do you want to be heard in this or do you want advice, essentially? Mm, Like, do you want to be heard and seen in this or do you want me to comment back to you? Mm -hmm. Like, is this a conversation or do you just want to be heard?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a a really beautiful thing that you can start doing, not even just with your partner, but with friends, because I feel one of the worst feelings that I know or that I feel, at least in relationship, is me opening up and sharing something and then hearing what I should do, what I should have done better, or the conversation then being about the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's all, that's my trigger of just like, okay, I'm shut down. Like, I'd rather just listen to you rather than open up. Mm-hmm. And so if you are that person that often listens and you're like, I don't really know what to say or what questions to ask or do I say that I relate or whatever it may be, ask that person what they're needing in that time. And that it's really so beautiful. And one of the mm. like best things that you do sometimes is I'm like, you know what I do want to hear advice or no, I don't need it. I, cause we often, we know what to do. We know what we should have done. We know the answer to our questions, but we often don't have somebody else that will at least just be a sounding board for us. And that's really mm-hmm. all that we
1: need, especially for the verbal processors. Totally. I think one of the worst things that can happen, I think you kind of named this and I, I know friends like this, <laughs> maybe we're not as close anymore, maybe this is why, but the person that's like, oh my God, yes, I, I can relate to that, but it doesn't stop there. It goes on to it being their whole story mm-hmm. and all the ways that they relate and, and how it affected their life and all of their things. And that sometimes can minimize the person that's like sharing what's happening. And honestly, I think that was a mirror for me because that's actually been one of the hardest things I've had to work on being a Capricorn and an Enneagram eight. I I am a fucking solution person. <laughs> like I love giving a good solution. I'm like, great, you have a problem. like let's fix it. Not necessarily. Yeah. Kind of, but sort of yeah. not really like let's fix it, but I just like, I want to help. Like I genuinely have this deep desire. Like if I see that somebody's hurting or something's happening, whether it's a problem that you and I are having, whether it's something that you have going on at work, like I just want to help. So it's been really cool for me to learn how to, and it's even affected like my coaching because I think I'm a better coach because of it. Now, mm-hmm. um, knowing when to listen, knowing when to talk Mm -hmm. knowing when to relate that is a skill yeah so don't beat yourself up if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god like I'm not good at this or my partner's not good at it just like anything like you don't go into the gym for the first time and be a freaking pro athlete like you have to continue you have to try with reps it's going to take time for this to become Easy. It used to, guys. Literally, it was like word vomit for me. Kels would be talking to me, and I would like literally, I could feel it, it was like diarrhea I wanted to shoot out of my mouth, and I just wanted to like tell her and help her. Yeah. um And over time, it just gets easier. And now I just sit there like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you do. And then once I'm done like venting, <laughs> yeah, you will. You'll get me to talk more. And then by the end
0: of it, I'm like, honestly, problem is often typically solved, or at least I have like clarity on what I want next. And then you just ask that question. So I think that's beautiful. Totally. I'll say too. So this kind of falls under what I always, we've been, uh, g- let's go into the Bravo world. Oh God, really tell us. So Jordan really loves all things Bravo. I never really got into it, but I'm definitely. It's my guilty pleasure. I know it's cute and I'm into <laughs> it. And so it's like, if, you know, this is another thing for your partner. If your partner's really into something, get into it or act like you're into it, you know, do your best you can. Cause that's important. When it comes to these three different things that I'm talking about of chemistry, connection, and communication. But back up, why I'm bringing this up is because there's this big scandal, if you will. A scandal. A scandal. That's with, what it's called. Yeah. with you want to explain this? Yes. rules. Okay, yes. go okay. ahead. This is your thing. <laughs> so
1: long story short, and we're tying this in because this is so, so, so important. And at first, when I watched this episode, like, I was, like, beyond myself. I could not believe, and if you haven't seen this, I'm just going to speed this up really quick. Basically, Tom cheats on his, bet, or on his girlfriend that they've been together for nine years with their, like, best girlfriend that was always over and always hanging out. It becomes this big thing. But nobody just cheats to cheat, okay, guys. That that doesn't happen. Yep. It's like, what is missing? Is it the communication? Is it the uh, the chemistry? Is it the connection? Maybe it's all of them or a couple of them. And so, what wasn't shown on the show and he talked about in an interview was actually that they had a sexless relationship. Like there was no intimacy there anymore. There was no. Connection. They stopped hanging out. There was no communication. They didn't talk when they went home. Like I can't imagine Kel's going out to a bar and me not checking on her and being like, "Hey, let me know if you need me to pick you up," yeah, or went something to Miami. like that. Yeah, you went to Miami for a guy's trip. Okay, everybody knows nobody goes on a guy's trip or a girl's trip and you don't talk to your significant other. And if you don't, there's got to be some red flags there. Like it's one thing to trust your partner hundred percent, but you still should check in on them and care about their whereabouts. And if you don't, Mm -hmm. there may be some questioning that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. And so this got Kelsey and I talking about communication on an even deeper level on he was painted in such a light of being a villain and what he did was beyond fucked up. But it's like that cheating doesn't just happen. Relationships don't fall apart Mm -hmm. for no reason.
0: Yep. And that's, he literally named in that interview, those three different things were off. There was no chemistry, there was no connection, and there was no communication. And he, like you said, saying he's getting the brunt of it, which you're right, it's not right, and also... These are the three things that I feel are the foundation of a solid relationship. Because if your needs aren't getting met in those three areas, you're gonna find a way. You're to get gonna find a get, and it's awful that we as humans would ever hurt somebody that we loved, and we do those types of things. No matter what it is, cheating, affair, wanting to threesome, it doesn't matter what what it is. Um, I always feel that humans are always doing the best that they can, and we'll literally do anything to get our needs met yet at the same time it's not okay so focus on those three things in your relationship and i guarantee you everything will just fall into place and it doesn't need to be all three at one time i personally find that if i don't have a connection with somebody i'm hardly going to communicate and i'm then hardly going to have chemistry Mm -hmm. so communication is like my number one thing Um, and that's where i would focus on like when i focus on that big rock yeah like what is your big rock Or maybe in your relationship, you're like, you know what? We fucking communicate so well. It's so good. But we actually don't talk about our lack of chemistry right now. Bring that to your attention and focus on the chemistry. Um, Even yesterday, like we have such a, I don't know what this would fall under, but we have a really, we have really solid all three of those. But that doesn't mean that I or her doesn't actually intentionally try to improve it. So yesterday after work, I planned, like, just a – it was literally nothing. It was just, like, I – it was a thoughtful
1: thing. It was not thing. nothing. It was the sweetest thing, and I was so grateful. I was very smitten when I came out. And she was laying there, and I could tell she was, like, waiting to tell me something. And I was like, oh, God, what is she going to tell me, which is a whole other topic. It's funny that as humans we go to, like, worst-case scenario. But anyways, <laughs> go on. You had the cutest little date You say planned. it. <laughs> yeah, like, I just came out, and she's like, do you want option A or B? And I was like, what? was like, do you want option A or B? And I'm like, okay, well, at least give me some context here. She's like, option A is adventure and option B is romance. And me being Jordan, of course, was like, I want <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> I want both. Can you combine them? She was like, no, you have to choose, which actually option A was a beautiful adventure and it still was romantic, so... These are ways, I mean, you can do all sorts of things, but just little things like this, being thoughtful, keep that chemistry alive. Mm -hmm. Her doing something like that opened me up to basically want to be more intimate later. Like those Mm -hmm. things matter. And you need to find out, I, I do think it's important to know your partner's love language because I think that that affects your communication, your chemistry, and your connection. Yeah. And I'll also add to that that I think values too, because like in this scandal, if you will, he had named for years that he wanted kids in marriage and she didn't. That's a big problem. If you don't have similar values as your partner or your loved one or whoever, mm-hmm. it's going to create issues down the road. It's inevitable. Yeah. And as you grow and evolve as a human, sometimes your values change, which I know we've talked about a million times in a million right, different yeah. ways on our episodes here. But if your values start to shift, you, you have to be name that and communicate that to your partner and then decide together, can we move forward? Mm-hmm. Is some of these values going to shift? Because if not, then slowly that foundation starts to crumble. The mm-hmm. communication, the connection, the chemistry—one by one, it yeah. all starts to kind of fall apart. I think it's important. We have a lot of <clears throat>
0: women that are typically first on their healing journey, um, and that's beautiful, and that's amazing, like and also before their partner. Yeah, before their partner, or before even before their friends, like before kind of like their their group of people. And I, we will work with them for like say a year ago, and then fast forward a year from then. Typically, what would happen if there's not a re a a time to talk about what you're walking through, what you signed up for, what you're doing, what you're you, what you're struggling with, you will see that the relationship drifts apart. There's getting a divorce. They have a different friends. They move. Something changes, which is fine. And at the same time, I I feel that oftentimes it's because they they aren't bringing their partner along because either two things the partner doesn't care and is checked out or is extremely triggered and at the same time it's okay if they're triggered and it's okay if they don't give a shit but i i always want to invite in that you at least put the foot forward to let them know what you're doing to reevaluate and see if you can work together versus just you guys Keep kind
1: that of door yeah. open yeah and invite them and in. if they choose to close it yeah. then you get a proceed i want to name this because we have a lot of people that come to our retreats and i will say big shit happens in their life they either go through a breakup while working with us or go through a divorce sometimes or the third thing is their relationship gets better and stronger yep and it, it's important to name because one of those three things always happens because of exactly what you said. They're the person that goes first. Yep. But I want to name that we don't advocate for a breakup or a divorce. That's never something that you and I push. Like you and I obviously love love. If anything, we just want to highlight and and help your communication skills so that you can bring that home and hopefully strengthen your foundation. If the other person, like Kelsey named, isn't willing to help, you know, patch up some of the cracks in the foundation. And yeah, it's going to crumble. And at that point, maybe a divorce is inevitable. Mm -hmm. But that's never something that we like advocate or push. If anything, we want to see you as happy as you can be, whatever that looks like and whatever your journey entails. Mm -hmm. And empower you to
0: lean in. Like if your relationship isn't, you know, the best right now, lean into that and improve one of the three C's, right? Like lean in and actually talk about it and bring them along versus just go off on your own and be this independent part of you that's like, I don't need you or you don't get me or understand me. It it takes a bigger person to say, listen, this is what I'm going through
1: and I wanna bring you here. And then you guys can reevaluate. And two with, I wanna go back to communication tips. Sometimes when you come home from a life-changing experience or you have a shift or a value changes or you have a topic that you wanna communicate to a loved one, it can feel a little bit scary to name whatever that thing is. So Mm -hmm. just preparing yourself and working on you for that conversation. So for example, you can work on using I language versus saying, you did this, you did that, you make me feel this way. In reality, nobody can make you feel anyway. You need to own how you're feeling and talk from a place of how how you're doing from your perspective, from your lens, and then open it up for them to talk versus a finger pointing game back and forth, because that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. You want to give examples for that? You're really good at using that type of language. Totally. So with that, why we want
0: to use this, and you've probably noticed that in your life, when someone comes at you and it's like, you made me feel this way, you're, you're fucking up here. You're not doing this. You're not doing that. And you automatically defend Nothing happens when we are in defense mode, so we want to keep your partner and even keep yourself more in a parasympathetic mode, so really rest and digest, calm, like, culture, if you will. Um, So one of the most important things to do is take radical responsibility. What that would sound like is I would approach Jordan and say, hey, do you have a minute to she hates this, but I would say, hey, I want to bring something up and I'm, I'm wanting to communicate with you. I would rather than saying like, Hey, I want to talk about something. She would automatically like not want to do it. Yeah. I'd be
1: like, yeah. How about next week? or never? Yeah. So <laughs> maybe don't say you need to
0: talk about something. Um, just in a way of just really having an honest conversation, say, I just want to take some time for me and you. And then what that looks like is I, there's like a, there's a book actually called nonviolent communication that has like a script on this. Yeah. Um, I think we talked about it before mm-hmm. on the show. <clears throat> Anyways, it's, um, I noticed or I realized I know, or I'll exp- we'll do play, yeah, play, play, ahead. play. What is it called?
1: Um, not role play. play. Role we're, play. Role playing. we're not playing. Playboy.
0: Anyways, <laughs> <We might. laughs> so, um, I noticed yesterday when I, this isn't true, but we're just going to go with it. I noticed yesterday when I was getting off work that I felt dismissed as you kept working later, and I felt that we have talked about boundaries before on when we're closing work and what that really looks like, and I would be curious if you are open to working on that with me.
1: And actually, that did happen. (laughs) (laughs) I was like wait a minute you said this isn't true it actually is true because I did do that um yeah I think it's it's okay so my response okay so how did that feel so Kel says that and for me we're gonna uh, do it another way too yeah I will pause in this moment and just take it in and let it sink in because I used to react and I'm like okay like I can I usually would say something along the lines of I can see why Mm -hmm. that would upset you so first validate yep your partner or friend or whoever that's telling you this validate their emotions. no matter how stupid you think, whatever they're saying is, yeah. you validate them first so that this can be a conversation and not, a, and not a huge debate or bad argument or something. So I validate her. I can see why this would hurt you. You're right. I did say I was going to set that boundary. That is something that I can work on. Thank you for being patient. Love it. Okay. Amazing. Opposite she gets off work are you ready yeah
0: I'm so annoyed like you always work past the time you would never just come with me and I just want to hug like I just want to hang out and have quality time but you're always you're always trying to figure things out you're always working I don't understand why you never can just like stop doing it like it really just annoys me Mm -hmm. um and I yeah you always do like it always looks like this and you never change
1: yeah, so her <laughs> saying that automatically, my reaction I think she's is no, it's like I can just feel it. It's like the immediate shutdown. So, you want to honestly, in a conversation, you want to keep your nervous system in a regulated state. And the minute mm-hmm. that I can feel myself feel triggered, I know to pause and come back to the conversation. So, when she said that immediately, I don't want quality time with her at all. The last thing I want to do is fucking give her a hug. Are you joking me? I literally would want to go to the gym by myself or have alone time. And honestly, if she said that I would probably be like, I need space. Like, yeah. and I can work as late as I want. You can't tell me what to do. Like, yeah. that's what like almost like little girl Jordan wants to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does put me on the defense right away. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> I love you. That wasn't, that,
0: none of that was true. Um, we actually do a really good job of communicating. Even when that happens, I feel like yesterday it did happen. You were, I don't remember what you were doing. You I were,
1: did. I was doing something. I yeah. You were late.
0: doing something and like working later than usual or something. And I think I brought it up and I was probably pouting, um, totally. or just like sitting there and I was like, babe, like you said that like, this is
1: something that we do. Um, so yeah and just kind of gently reminded me of the boundary we had set totally sometimes it's not like the big conversation
0: sometimes it is a gentle like maybe you have a code word like hey lion whatever it is hey lion you know like lion could be the code word you like that butterfly butterfly but you could even create like a code word of like when something's like hey like we've talked about this before, I don't really like how this goes. And that can be something that you use in um, like a bigger group of people if you're going out and you've brought something up to your partner's attention or your friend's attention on something that like doesn't jive with you or the way that they are sometimes. You can create a code word. That way you're not really like having a deeper conversation or you're not whispering or just having off energy in a group of people. Um, it can be a simple word to be like, Hey, here's, here's what's happening. And while I'm witnessing this, um, and this is how I'm feeling.
1: Totally. I want to name two last things really quick. One is going to be boundaries for communication tips, because if you don't know your partner's boundaries, for example, saying like you're crazy or you're psycho, like you should know their triggers what triggers yeah I'm just saying like those are yours yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're you're talking too much you're loud like whatever it is like the your language or you language with something after it some of that can be triggering Mm. so know what your partner's boundaries are and trigger words are like for whatever reason Kelsey fucking hates when I roll my eyes and I laugh about it but like to her that's mm. like extreme as extreme as me saying fuck you that's literally what she told me when we were yeah. like first dating and I was like literally wanted to die laughing and I'm like what yeah I love rolling my eyes but now I like never do she it she rolled her eyes the other
0: day in the gym and I was well, like I was joking I was, I was being playful
1: I was being playful and also I wanted that. to get a rise out of her and it did trigger her that <laughs>
0: She wanted to get it right. She did. Uh, she even did. If and it then was, I was playful, like. Like it definitely, it definitely, even if I knew it was playful, I could witness my body like get hot of like, oh no,
1: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So knowing what your triggers are, knowing what your partner's triggers are, having those conversations, what are the boundaries? Then maybe like Kelsey named having a code word. On pausing, like butterfly, like that's your whatever code word to stop the conversation and revisit it later, Mm -hmm. Um, not to shove it under the rug, but to come back when both of your nervous systems are more in a regulated state. So that was going to be my second and last comment was. To make sure when you're having a conversation, it's important for you to know your body. I think this is why so many of the women that come to our retreat shift so much because we help create this deep level of awareness in you that, like Kel said, when you start to get hot or a temperature shift happens or you feel your heart rate rise or you feel yourself want to scream, these are all signs in your body That your nervous system is essentially sending off these little like red flags or like alarms of like, hey, and a certain emotion is going to happen. And if you don't feel like it can be controlled, it could turn into an explosive conversation. Mm -hmm. So something I used to do, unfortunately, not unfortunately, it's actually great. Um, but when I was married before, I would try to regulate, like I would say the last year I was in it, I would try to regulate my nervous system before conversations. Like I literally had to have pep talks with myself because I was so nervous and didn't want a fight to happen, but it wasn't a reason not to have a conversation. So I did everything I could do to work on myself and what I could control. And if I got screamed at back or the conversation didn't go well, at least I knew I did everything I could. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, my partner's not receptive, you can't control their reactions. And that was one of the most freeing things I realized was that I'm not responsible for anybody else's emotions or their reactions, but I can control how I talk. I can control how I speak. And I was so embarrassed that I got to a point of life where I would just cuss and get so angry and scream. And I didn't even know who I was anymore. And I was finally like, I need to control my tongue (laughs) and how I act. And if I want to walk away or I want to pause, like I can do that. Um, Yeah. And it felt like I took some of my power back. So I hope that this in some way, shape, or form empowers you to take your power back and to remember you're in control of how you handle yourself and that Mm -hmm. just because somebody else treats you poorly doesn't mean you have to retaliate in that way, but you have the power to walk away Mm -hmm. if you desire to and you also have the power to try to put the foundation together if you desire that. Mm -hmm. So good.
0: (laughs) Your communication, she doesn't cuss anymore. You listen. Like, it's really shifted, so I really see so much in you and i think that has a testament to definitely both of us typically coming back to a regulated state and taking space if you need to take space and well you need to name. toot
1: your own horn then because i wouldn't be able to yes i can control myself but you we together and i i will say you create this safe space to where i feel like i can tell you pretty much anything like regardless of what the response or the outcome is going to be. And I think that is why we're where we are today. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Last thing I'll say is safety. If you don't feel safe in yourself to even own anything that you're feeling or wanting to bring up, it'll be really hard to feel safe in a relationship and also feeling safe in a relationship, um, is really important so yeah. if there's not a safety there that that can be a conversation within itself is how do you guys create more safety number one take radical responsibility and one of the biggest things that breaks safety is judgment um so coming in with curiosity versus judgment seeking to understand versus seeking to be understood is oh, one I of the most that.
1: simplest things say to that do. again but slower please. But, oh, yeah. yes. All <laughs> right. So <laughs> one, on.
0: one of the most important things in a relationship, if you take anything out of it, there's there's so much value in here. And also one thing that really helps me that creates safety is seeking to understand. So if Jordan ever brings anything up, if a friend brings anything up, if there's a conflict at work, whatever it is, family, I first Honestly, sometimes I don't, right? But seeking to understand it versus seeking to be understood. Mm -hmm. So lean into curiosity because judgment will kill safety faster than anything.
1: Absolutely. And I'll name if you've never felt safe in your own body and you really desire to feel that, I and or would love to support you. And we can do a little bit of um, a deep breathwork session to really create that safety within prior to you may be having some hard conversations Mm -hmm. Um, because like you said, you have to feel safe within Mm -hmm. and then look at your relationship. Do you feel safe within? And then ask yourself, do I feel safe in the relationship? Yep. Amazing.
0: I love this. I hope you guys had lots of nuggets to take home, to take your partner, to your friends, whatever it may be. Um, as always, share this podcast with anybody that you know that would be helpful. Maybe even send it to your partner as a little like nice. secret slide. Yeah, that's um, a good one. With a like, hey, I really love this podcast. I think this would be really helpful for us. Nothing like you need to listen to this. You're doing this wrong. No, you language. All I um, or we, and we will see you guys
1: next week, next Thursday. Bye, bye.